If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Introducing Carvana Value Tracker, where you can track your car's value over time and learn what's driving it. It might make you excited. Whoa, didn't know my car was valued this high. It might make you nervous. Uh Uh-oh, market's flooded. My car's value just dipped 2.3%. It might make you optimistic. Our low mileage is paying off. Our value's up. And it might make you realistic. Mm, Car prices haven't gone up in a couple weeks. Maybe it's time to sell. But it will definitely make you an expert on your car's value. Carvana Value Tracker. Visit Carvana.com to start tracking your car's value today. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Alana, and today's episode, I have Carly Weinstein on. She is amazing. She is body confidence, positivity, um, and awesome person on the internet, a blogger, person on the internet. We are clearly not able to speak. I just recorded an hour-long episode with Maya on XX Maya. Um, I've been on her podcast before, and it's been a long day, guys. It's 8.22 p.m. I have just ordered my Indian food. I should have ordered it before I recorded with Maya at 7, but I was being the indecisive bitch that I am and didn't know what I wanted, and so I didn't order, and so now I'm facing the consequences of my dinner coming at 9, but it's okay. Hot girls eat their dinner at 9 p.m. some nights. It it's okay. We're okay. I'm doing okay. I just literally cut off a piece of cucumber and had it straight up like an English cucumber. I cut off like probably like an eighth and washed it and just straight up, straight up like bit into it. I don't know if you've ever done that before, but it's awfully satisfying. But I also love cucumber with salt. I know we're going, going on a bit of a tangent here. Clearly, we're here for the chaotic intros lately. Um, but anyhow, Back to what's going on. It is Friday that I'm recording this. You're listening to this on Monday or whenever you're listening to this. Um, But this episode is awesome. I recorded it actually like a month ago um, in December with Carly. So I've been waiting for this episode to come out. I think it's a really cool one. Um, Some of the dating stuff is a little outdated as things have ended with said person. Um, That's okay. Life moves on. We're thriving over here. We're thriving here in lockdown where we can't go out dates. Um, We'd have to go to boys' apartments. And with the whole West Elm Caleb situation, which I have my whole tea on that, we think, me and my friend Hunter think it might be like a setup thing. Um, So that's my take on that. I don't know. Like, did everyone know? Did Kaylee even know that it was a setup? Did she actually, was she a part of the setup? Did she not know? Like, was it actually set up? I don't know. Anyhow, let's get into our weekly intention. Oh, 
I just want to debrief with you guys. Sorry. <laughs> My brain is literally running all over the place right now. But actually, just give me one second because I'm vlogging again. So I need to go turn off my camera before I use up all my storage. So one moment, please. Okay, I'm back. I feel like I'm talking to my best friends. You guys are my best friends. But anyways, oh my, do I even remember my train of thought? Oh, you are going to be so proud of me. Your girl has been cooking proper dinners besides tonight. We have leftovers, but I don't really feel like pasta right now, so we ordered Indian. Um, but your girl has been making proper dinners. We've been making Gigi Hadid. I don't really like Gigi, but I like her spicy vodka pasta recipe. So we've been making that. We made this Kung Pao tofu that my friend Audrey gave me the recipe. I made that with her and then I made it myself and that was so delicious. And I actually posted on my stories that it was Kung Fu tofu, but it's Kung Pao. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've just been on a mood today. But anyways, I'm very proud of myself for making proper dinners. I've been making proper lunches and everything. And this this is awesome. This We're on it for 2022. And we are working on our New Year's resolution of traveling. I'm going to New York Fashion Week. Hello, who is she? Who's traveling? Who's going to New York? Who's buying her own flights? Who's hashtag adulting? This bitch is. I'm so proud of myself. Wow. Okay. We're, we're just living life. We are out here living life. Um, okay. But I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm very proud of myself for making proper meals and feeling really good. And, you know, when you make proper meals, you actually feel satisfied from your meals and you don't feel the need to constantly snack all the time and, it, and feel defeated by the kitchen and feel like you're always in the kitchen. So hot girls make proper balanced meals. Hot girls eat rice. Hot girls eat carbs. Hot girls make Kodiak pancakes for breakfast because they're delicious. Also love Flourish, but Kodiak and Flourish like chef's kiss so delicious um specifically the kodiak cakes um chocolate chip ones really good they're not vegan they're made with whey protein but you know i've also tried chicken again this week we are just experimenting over here um honestly i think it was really hard for me to have chicken again because i've given myself this label of a pescatarian and for me it was more so on how i felt opposed to the animals if you're doing it for the animals great i think it's also great for the animals but that was not like my initial intention with ever being vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian um but we're having chicken again i ordered butter chicken the first time i had chicken again was in november actually i had a chicken taco at a restaurant while on a date um and then first time like ordering it myself was on monday tuesday when i ordered Indian and now I'm just on an Indian kick. So we ordered that again. But let's get into our weekly intention for this week. My weekly intention is to move five times in the week. And I want to get back into running because our gym is open. My building gym is open again. So I want to get back into running and I want to get into like a running schedule. And my friend Maya is actually going to help me with that. She is an Olympic runner, which I think is really cool. Um, so I want to get into a schedule with like working out, like find what works for me. I'm really liking home workouts. So I kind of want to stick with that. And I've been doing Sammy Clark form, which I really like. So I want to incorporate running back into my routine, which will be really exciting. And then my tip of the week is to learn how to be agile. I'm literally making this up on the spot because I didn't have a tip of the week. 
but I want to give you a tip of the week. So my tip of the week is to learn how to be agile. And this is something I struggled with for so long because I'm such a planner. I'm such a type A personality. Um, I'm anxious. I'm have OCD tendencies and I like to plan out every single second of my life and know what's happening and what's going to happen. But learning how to be agile and learning how to be pivot, learning how to pivot and be quick on my feet and be flexible and adaptable to whatever circumstances or changes or environments or climates are thrown at me or situations is whatever situations um, are thrown at me has been a really good skill to have, whether it be in my personal life and dealing with personal things or whether it be at work or in my career of some sort like work in like the workplace or on socials, learning how to be quick on my feet and learning how to be able to just like switch directions and re-strategize and change where I was going has been a game changer for me because before I, there used to be a little bit of a lag because I would get stuck in whatever I was doing before and not really know how to transition. So learning how to be super agile has been a game changer for me and I encourage you to learn how to move quickly on your feet and to be able to tackle obstacles really well. I feel like the pandemic really taught me how to do this and I hope it taught you, but if it hasn't, um, definitely try to practice not getting so caught up in things changing and just like being like, okay, things have changed. We've accepted it. And now this is our new game plan. Current favorites. I guess you can guess it. Cooking meals at home. It is a current fave. I absolutely love it. Sammy Clark form workouts. Absolutely love it. Currently doing her January challenge at love it and going to continue doing her workouts. She has like weekly schedules on the form platform, which I'm going to do. And then Indian food, which we just talked about, obsessed with Indian food. Also obsessed with sushi burritos, specifically from this place called Mojito. Thank you, Alex. You're probably not listening to this, but if you are, thank you. Um, Alex is my boss. Um, sushi burritos. I was very much a pokey bowl girl, but now we're very much a burrito sushi burrito girl. And I get like the flaming dragon, which is like a spicy tuna sushi burrito. And let me tell you, it just hits different. I had it for lunch today at work. It was amazing. Also, final favorite, um, chai lattes or dirty chai lattes. If I feel the need for like a second coffee, I will get a chai instead. And it's so delicious. And I actually just got this locally made chai concentrate called Spice Girl Eats. And I've been eyeing it for a while since the summer, but I hadn't tried it. And it is a little more pricey. It's like $20 for, um, I think it's like I don't know how big it is. I think it's like 500 milliliters, 750, maybe a liter. I don't know, somewhere around there um, of concentrate. But I tried it for the first time when I was getting my hair done. Oh, that's another fave. I will continue that afterwards. But I tried it for the first time when I was getting my hair done at my hairdresser Nick's place. She made it for me and I really liked it. So that sold me. So I picked it up. I got it from Auntie Supply in Stacked Market. So if you live in Toronto, highly recommend Girl Girl Spice Eats. It's a chai concentrate made locally in Toronto. Final favorite um, for real this time is I dyed my hair brunette. I went back to my natural color. It's a little bit lighter actually, but I love it so much and I'm so much happier and I was debating it for so long, but I'm so beyond happy that I did it. And if you have been debating going dark with your hair, 
this is your sign. This is for you. This is for you to go and dye your hair. Book that appointment. Don't do it with box dye. Do not do that. That's going to damage your hair. Go to a hair salon and book it. And I absolutely love it. And my hair feels so healthy. And I'm obsessed with how dark it is. Normally, I'm obsessed with my hair is lighter, but I'm obsessed with how dark it is. But anyways, I'm going to bring on Carly Weinstein. I hope you enjoy this episode of Morning Ray. And here's Carly. So I'm here with Carly. Welcome to Morning Ray. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. For those who don't know you, who are you? Where are you from? And what is your zodiac sign? So I basically on like a quick note, um, I grew up in New Jersey. Um, I live in New York City now and I am basically just a lifestyle influencer um, helping young women be the best versions of themselves. Um, I'm a Gemini. A very true Gemini. Um, and yeah. I think my moon sign is Gemini. And I definitely feel that your moon is like your communication from like what I've understood. And yeah. I definitely feel like I embody that like full force. But my sun sign is a Leo. Okay. I like always – people always ask me like what my like big three is and like I'm so stupid with like Zodiac stuff. Like I never know. But I do know that like I'm a Gemini through and through. Like my traits are very accurate with like what a Gemini is. So yeah. <laughs> if you ever want to find out, I'm a fan of the app CoStar. I know there's like a lot of like controversy over this app. Okay. Um but that's what I used to find out my big three. I honestly don't know too much about it, but I find it interesting. Okay. I need to like download that and look because I – and I swear every time I'm on a podcast, I'm talking about Zodiac signs and then I'm always <laughs> like, I need to look this up and actually research this because I think it's so interesting and then I never do. So I swear actually this time I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I feel like it's a good icebreaker and I feel like that's how other hosts feel. So we just roll with it and it's very trendy and fun to Mm -hmm. chat about. Mm -hmm. It's very true. So you mentioned you're a lifestyle fashion influencer. Explain like when that started, like how you got into it, um, what platform you started on, which platform really gave you your big break, all the tea. So the tea is um, (laughs) I was growing up. I was a gymnast. Like, this is the story I always tell because it's, like, the truth. Like, this – I think, like, everything really does happen for a reason. Like, I truly Mm -hmm. believe that. Um, Growing up, I was a competitive gymnast. And when I was in high school, I had a really bad knee injury um, that basically – like, my junior year, I was healing. Like, I had – I tore my ACL and I was healing, like, for two years, basically. So, from Mm -hmm. my end of my junior season, like, all the way through my senior year. So, I was, like – gymnastics was my only form of my identity and I think anyone that like plays a sport like knows what I mean Mm -hmm. when I say that um like growing up like that was like my version of like my self-worth and like it was my activity and it was my workout and it was my life my everything um so I came to this realization when I had like my injury like what do I do with myself now and like what is my passion And what can I like offer to the world basically? (laughs) Um, So like a big question to ask at 16, but um, the place that I started was like, okay, I I love health. Like I want health and fitness to be a part of my life. I was always very wise, like kind of above my years in the way that I would always be giving advice to my friends, whether it was in fashion or in relationships or whatever. Um, And Ariel Charnas, um, like something Navy, and then like 
um, Danielle Bernstein, like we were what, mm-hmm. those were like the bloggers that were kind of just coming up on the scene at the time. Um, obviously, like blogging wasn't like a huge thing yet, but I immediately caught on to that. So I took everything that I was passionate about and basically started a website. Um, so I learned how to like make a blog by myself, um, learned like a little bit of code, learned how to, I bought a camera um, and I just like began And ever since that point, like, I was like, I will do this until I'm successful at it. Like, I never stopped. So I went to college. um, I went to Indiana University. And at first, I was studying, like, I, like, didn't know what I was going to do at first. Like, I was, like, going to be in the business school um, because I just knew, like, I had an entrepreneurial sense. Um, Mm -hmm. But eventually, I landed on doing, like, media advertising. So I had internships in the city. I was going to Fashion Week just, like, through connections. Um, and eventually the dream was to move here. So I was like, I graduated college and I was like, I want to work for myself. I never want to have to work for someone else. Um, so I started doing social media consulting, which like made sense with my path at the time. Like Mm -hmm. I was already running my, I already knew so much. Like I was already doing so much research for my own sake. Um, so I just started like literally running Instagram pages for brands and that was, became my business. And then at the time my sister was on TikTok. So she started gaining followers just like out of posting, like she's 18 at the time she was like maybe like 16. So she was posting very like, like classic Gen Z, I would say, where it's like dances and like fashion and like her looking pretty. But I caught on to it and I was like, I need to get on this because I'm like working with clients and I want to make sure that I'm like up with the trends. So Mm -hmm. I got on and before I knew it, I like fell in love with the platform and I started growing. Um, And now it's like around two years later and I have like almost 320,000 followers and I've really been able to like open up about my struggles over the years and like I've just been able to like build a platform of like a bunch of women, which has been incredible. So yeah. I love that so much. And was it, I know like I'm pretty vulnerable with like my experiences of being like, I wouldn't say, like, I ever had an eating disorder, but I was definitely disordered with, like, my eating and, like, my whole, like, experience and journey and overcoming that and, like, going into intuitive eating and finding balance. And I know it was, like, scary for me to share for the first time. Did you ever experience, like, fear of, like, being vulnerable on the internet, especially, like, if, like, your friends from – or, like, people from your high school or your college found it? Like, did you ever experience that? It almost like um, brings me comfort sharing it. Like, I don't know why I've always been like sort of, I don't remember a time that I wasn't like open about what I was going through. And even when I didn't have a following, I would post on my blog, not only about, you know, my outfits and my cool experiences, but I was also posting about, you know, my health and my lifestyle and what I was going through. And so when I was going through through like my disordered eating slash like eating disorder, however you want to like classify it, mm-hmm. um, it was very natural for me to just open up about it. And especially now, now that it's kind of in the past, I mean, I still struggle because everyone knows that once you deal with like an eating disorder, mm-hmm. it's always lives in you somewhere. So it's like a constant like battle with that voice. So I definitely talk about that, but it's a lot easier now that I'm more reflecting on the past and talking about past experiences. Like now I'm like, this is how I got through it. So let me share it with other people and help them. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like for me, it was definitely maybe like a little bit daunting at first, but I didn't really like think too much about it. And then I saw how well like that I wasn't like alone and that other Mm -hmm. people in my community or people that were like joining and following 
were feeling the same way Mm -hmm. and it's only made me want to share more because I know that I would have wished to have had someone that was so open about their experiences when I was going through it. It's so true. And like nobody, when I was going through like with binge eating and like the restriction, but especially the binging, like I experienced so much shame and like I couldn't find anyone online that was just like me that was like telling me, oh, this is normal and I'm going through this and like this is how to get through it. So I like literally was so ashamed. Like I couldn't tell a single soul at the time. Like even like with my parents, like I just felt so much shame. Like I was like, no one else like goes through this. Like no one else like knows what it's like to deal with this. And so I thought there was something like seriously wrong with me. And now I'm like, I need to share this with people because I realized like what I was doing to myself, like the way I was starving myself the binging was a very normal reaction to what I was doing to my body. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost like a healthy reaction. Like your body is literally telling you, it's like preventing you from starving. It's make, keeping you safe. Um, but I used to not think that way. I used to be like, oh my God, I have no control. Like, um, so yeah, it's just been an interesting experience to like see now that like I can be some, that for someone else. Cause I just didn't, there was nobody. Yeah, I feel like in the past, like, two years, it's definitely, like, moved to, like, be a lot more of, like, an open discussion, and I feel like, obviously, diet culture still exists online, but I feel like we're finally starting to move the needle a little bit, and it's because of people like you that are, like, open to sharing their experiences and are open to discussing what they're doing now and, like, how they moved into finding balance and being intuitive with their eating and their movement. Um, Mm -hmm. You've recently started to um, share that like you're working with a trainer and you're like on your journey to find balance. So I'd love to know like what inspired it and like what are your goals and like going on this self journey? So this has like been such an interesting um, part of my life lately because when I started my platform, I never opened up about really like um, my like Adderall issues like that, I was still experiencing like a lot of shame and honestly still battling a little bit when I was like starting my platform. Um, so I couldn't really share much. And like, I was still very much going through it and I was healing and like, it took a few years to really Mm -hmm. heal. And I feel like I'm at this point now where I obviously like, again, this is another situation where you go through that and it still lives inside of you somewhere. But I'm at this point where I feel stable enough where like I can get back to a healthy, like a a truly like healthy life. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if like you want me to like go into that to like give kind of like some context. But when I was in college, I was a sophomore and um, I was at the time I was getting put on anxiety medicine because I struggle with Mm -hmm. anxiety I have for my whole life. Um, and they also at the time diagnosed me with ADHD. Now, I don't know to this day if I have it or not. I don't know. I don't know if it was a misdiagnosis. I don't know. Um, but after the, like going on the anxiety medicine months later, I went back to my psychiatrist because they really wanted to like put me on ADHD medicine and the psychiatrist Mm -hmm. definitely pushed medicine. Like, I mean, obviously a psychiatrist is supposed to do that, but she definitely was not shy about pushing medicine and pushing like a high dose. Um, so I was put on Vyvanse and at first I, there was no problems. Like it was he- truly helping me. Um, it was helping mm-hmm. me in school. It was helping me in everything. Um, but then the line started to get a little blurry where 
I was like trying out different medications to see what worked best for me. And somewhere along the lines, it just kind of happened slowly over time. Um, I realized that it wasn't just helping me with my schoolwork. It was like helping me with like my blog. And it was like, oh, I'm losing weight on the side too. Like, this is really great. So then it was like triggering my eating disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just like started slowly tearing apart my life. Like I, when I went to college after like quitting gymnastics and everything, I was able to like get back into a healthy fitness routine and learn how to intuitive eat. And going on the Adderall literally threw my entire life off its course, like everything. Um, so I lost my love for fitness because it made me feel like I couldn't work out. Like it just made me want to sit and focus all day, Mm -hmm. um, and not move. So slowly I stopped working out and I was like, I'm really thin. So I don't really like need to work out, which like, obviously we all know that's not true. You do it for your Mm -hmm. heart, um, for your mental health. And, um, yeah, I just, I started over the years losing a bunch of weight. I studied abroad in Florence and, at that point had like a full-blown issue I was like going out and like getting really drunk and like the Adderall would mix with alcohol that just yeah doesn't it not mix well yeah like it makes you belligerent so I would just black out and like forget what's happening um I was like doing things that were out of character for myself like stealing other people's medications um like doing really fucked up shit that was just this is not Carly like this is not me um And I went through that for a while. My senior year kind of was still going through that because like, as you probably know too, like being in college, it's like really hard to help your mental health when like you're trying to do school and you're struggling with friendships. And like, there was so so much bad going on. Like it was rock bottom for me. Um, Eventually graduated, moved to the city, was still struggling, got another prescription when I was here, like still fully struggling with it. Um, And I eventually, it was quarantine and I went home and it was like the first time where I was like, okay, stop forcing yourself to work 24 seven. Let's just try to get you like healthy. And like, I literally would go to bed thinking I was going to die because I was taking too much medication. And um, then I would drink wine to put myself asleep at night. Like it was at the point where I was like, you are going to die if you don't stop. Um, So now it's like two years later because quarantine was basically like Corona. That whole thing was basically like, right? Like two years. Yeah. It's going to be like two years in March, which is crazy. Yeah. So from then until now, I've, I've used Adderall here and there from like friends. I've not recently, but during that journey, like, I'm not going to lie. Like I had moments where I slipped up because, you know, it it changes the, the chemicals in your brain. Like it literally, you crave it. Um, but I'm at the point now where I'm like in the best place I've been in my life and now felt like a really good time, like to start reintroducing that workout routine. And, um, you know, there's part of me that wants to do it for my body because the weight gain after going off of it was astronomical, but that's okay because I'm healthy and I didn't die. (laughs) Um, so that's what matters. But so there's, there's definitely part of me that's like, I want to work out to like look more fit on the outside. But a huge part of it is really just, I feel like I need to get my life back on track. And fitness Mm -hmm. is, as you know, like fitness is like such a big part of it just for every aspect of your life. So that's where I'm at now. (laughs) Long story long, that's where I'm at now. Um, We love it though. Yeah. So it's been a a wild ride. Would you have any tips for someone who may be using Adderall or a similar prescription drug? Um, and they're, they're kind of like at the same state that you were once were and are looking 
for ways to get off of it to overcome this like substance abuse um or like this need to be like controlled by the drug like do you have any tips like who they could reach out to like what they could do themselves anything so my number one thing is like do not be ashamed to tell someone you need to tell people because if I the second I opened up to my mom and my dad like a weight lifted off my shoulders and like the more I would keep it the more I would be like inclined to either use again or just feel like I was bottling it all inside and like feeling that anxiety and that stress like tell people tell someone you trust um number two I was in therapy number like that was one part of it and then Mm -hmm. I was also um doing group therapy through a place in New York um where it was like for people that some were sober some weren't but for people that um abused drugs and like there was a lot of people that were in a different level than me like I almost felt like I didn't fit in anywhere because I wasn't an addict. Like I'm not an addict to the point where I was using it, using drugs every day. Like I wasn't like coming off of, like I wasn't going through withdrawals. Like I wasn't, I didn't need to be sober. I was just, Mm -hmm. I was abusing a drug. So it was like almost, there's this fine line. Like I didn't know where I fit in or where I should go. Um, And I'm sure like there's a lot of people that probably feel the same way. But group therapy helped me just feel like, okay, there are other people out here that A, I know this sounds fucked up, but A, have it worse than me. Like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. it's not, like, this is fixable. Like, I can do, the, if they can do this, I can do this too. Um, yeah. And B, that are just, like, that get it. And that can, like, give me tips from, like, someone who's been there before. Um, so group therapy was, like, super helpful. And I was only in it for a few months, but it was, like, definitely, that was a huge part of it, just working through that shit. Because there's a reason that we do what we do. Um, yeah, yeah so like therapy's huge. And just being in a, in a good environment. Like if you need to move back home, move back home. Like if you need to quit your job and like, I know it's hard cause not everyone's parents like are going to like support them financially. But like, mm-hmm. I always knew I had that to fall back on God forbid, like I needed the time. Um, so that's like a huge thing too. Just like ask for help, like ask for help. Don't, don't put yourself through hell if you don't have to. So Yeah. I love those tips. I'm a huge advocate for therapy, whether it be like individual therapy, whether it be using an app like Talkspace or BetterHelp or group therapy, like anything. Like I think anyone should be talking to someone, like whether it be because they're struggling with something or just to like keep everything like all the ducks aligned, as my mom would say. Um, Big advocate for therapy. Um, You discuss a lot about like gaining self-confidence on your platform and like learning to accept yourself for who you are and finding self-love. Do you have any tips or any advice for someone who may feel super uncomfortable in their own skin and are looking to become more comfortable in who they are and like accept themselves and be confident in who they are? So I think, and like I've realized this more in the last couple years than ever, self-confidence like has nothing to do with what you look like. Like self-confidence and self-love, like being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly 
a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. It has nothing to do with your appearance. It has everything to do with, like, who you are as a human being. And, like, if you love yourself as a human being, you're almost either, like, more stable when it comes to, like, your appearance. Where, like, like for example, my worth before when I was younger was so defined in, like, what I looked like. And now it's more defined in, like, I know I'm a great person. And so those like bad body image days, they just don't affect me as bad because I know it doesn't matter as much. Um, And I think that's where people need to start. And the biggest mistake people make is they're like, I, if I just lose weight or like, if I just go to the gym or like, if I do this, like I'll be more confident, but it like has nothing to do with that. Um, And I know I sound like a broken record, but it's true. Like it's that those inner demons are still going to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I always say like, like do kind things for other people, whether that's like volunteering um, or just like, like small random acts of kindness, you know, surround yourself with people that make you feel good about yourself. Don't surround yourself with people that are so vain and care so much about their social status and other looks. Um, I think that's like a huge part of it. And like, try to do something that you love, like genuinely, because it, it helps you feel if you're doing something that you hate every day it lowers your self-esteem. Like it just is all connected. And to some people that might not make sense, but to me, it just does. It's all connected. Um, And so all of those things, just making you a happier person all around is going to build that confidence for you. And, and you're going to glow from the inside because you're truly happy. Those are, that's what's like truly important. Yeah, I agree with that so much because I've been through like experiencing changes in my body like I used to dance competitively and then when I went to university I stopped and like that was my identity and obviously like in university like I'm not dancing like 20 plus hours a week like I'm maybe working out three times a week and I'm I'm binge drinking and I'm eating out a lot and like obviously your body changes between 18 to 22 like I'm convinced there's a second like puberty of some sort it's crazy it's so true And, like, if you are not confident in your current body and you have this goal to lose weight and, like, 
you think like you're just like instantaneously going to be so much more confident like no that's not how it works like you could be just as insecure and like lack that confidence no matter what your size is or like how you feel about your size it's Mm -hmm. like your relationship with yourself and how you perceive yourself and the way that you talk to yourself and the way you hold yourself Mm -hmm. um and also finding those things that aren't physical yeah um, that you really love about yourself yeah and that's a huge thing too like the way you talk about yourself I forgot to mention that but like that's something that from the beginning has always helped me with my confidence like and it's, it's also a form of manifestation too. Like if you're telling yourself constantly that you look like shit, then you're going to look like shit and you're going to feel like shit. And like if you mm-hmm. tell yourself that you're a bad bitch and you're beautiful and um, you're fit and you're lean and you're whatever you want to be, like when you tell yourself that, you become that. Like your thoughts are what you become. Um, so that's, yeah, that's for sure a huge thing. Yeah, 100%. And so you're working with a PT right now, like a personal trainer. Did you do any specific research into like picking your personal trainer, just knowing like your history? Um, Because I know a lot of them could be like super cutthroat and like push like, oh, you need to like count like macros or like calories or like all these things like super diet culture. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. Some people love that and that's for them. But did you do any research? What were certain things you looked for? I did. So I actually was recommended, I go to the live method um, to Anthony and I was recommended through a friend who has been going there. And I was basically like just going for the initial call to like feel it out, like feel out what the vibes Mm -hmm. were. So I had a call with the owner and the first thing he said to me, and I told him a bit about my past and I also had him like check out my social media. So he kind of like understood my journey. Like I told him kind of everything, like the Adderall journey, the eating disorder journey, like he knew. Um, But what he said to me that really stuck with me is like, we don't measure, he's like, we don't measure weight. We don't measure numbers. He's like, I want to measure your endurance a year from now. I want to measure how much you can lift a year from now. Like those are the goals that we're looking for with you. And um, I know with some people, they work with, there is a nutritionist there that they work with. Like they didn't, they never mentioned, and I've been going there for a few weeks now. There's been no mention of food. There's been no, and I think there's a reason behind that. Um, I think it's because they know my journey and they know that the, the true like reason why I'm going is to like fall back in love with fitness. And Mm -hmm. they've emphasized that from the beginning. So it's really just been about like, building my confidence in the gym. Cause like, you know, when you get back in there, whether it's been a week off or however long off, yes. you have that first day where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And like, mm-hmm. I'm weak. So just building my confidence back up and being like, okay, I'm strong. And like, I can do this. It's just going to take time. And then also just like helping me like build a solid routine. Like that's super important. Cause I've been through phases over the years where It's like I go weeks and I'm working out well and then I go weeks off or I'll go like a month well and then off. Um, We're trying to build me like a truly sustainable lifestyle that I can keep up with. And they're like, this isn't temporary. Like we want you here for years to come. Like this is your life now. And that was like beautiful to me because I'm like, this is what I want. Like no fads, no no diets, no Mm -hmm. quick, quick fix. Like this is my life. So yeah. I love that so much. That's honestly incredible that – they really took the time to understand like who you are and like what your past struggles are and like how they can still inflict you today 
and like the fact that they didn't even like discuss the nutritionist like that's amazing because I've worked with like PTs like online like virtual because like they've been in the states and like I tell them like I don't want to count this I don't want to do any of this like that is triggering to me like it's something I'm still working on and I don't want to instill like my own trigger in myself like Mm -hmm. they still push it on me I'm like Mm. no no thank you But what does your um, workout routine look like now? Like, tell me, like, what a week has kind of been looking like. So twice a week I go to my trainer and he – we do, like, different workouts every time. It's, like, very dynamic. Like, we're constantly – what I love about him is, like, it's never the same, but also it's, like, very focused on, like, form and also, like, we're going from – the treadmill, like run sprinting on the treadmill, back down to the floor, doing push-ups, back down to the treadmill, pushing a freaking bar. Like we're doing, it's so dynamic. And mm-hmm. um, so those are 60 minutes twice a week. So I can't really explain like what it is because you can look at my Instagram highlights probably because like yeah. I have, if anyone wants to look at like kind of some moves that I'm doing, but yeah, they change like every time. Um, and then usually like one of the other days I'll do like some type of class. Like today I did boxing um last week on the weekend or like maybe two weeks ago I did soul cycle like I just will go with like a friend to a class I feel like that's like super motivating for me and Mm -hmm. it's like a fun and social activity that I can do um and then I've been going to energy um for like events lately and I absolutely love it like first of all they kick my ass but second of all it's like the same thing where it's like an event so it's like there's camaraderie there's like other people cheering you on and supporting you um So I've been doing that. And then like, if I don't have an event, I'll just like go to my gym downstairs and do like a Peloton run um, or like some type of Peloton workout. So it turns, it usually ends up being like four days a week, maybe five. Um, I'm never going to be the person that works out seven days a week. I will never be that person. I can't, it's not in me. Maybe if I don't work out one day, I'll go for a longer walk or, um, you know, like I'll, I'll be more active, but I've realized that if I want to keep up with this lifestyle, a seven day a week workout plan is not happening. And like, you have to know yourself to know what you can keep up with and maintain. So, yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And like a seven day workout plan, like, yes, some days I end up moving in some sort of way, seven days a week, but to do that every single week for the rest of my life, like that is not sustainable for, I don't, I personally don't think anyone, like your body needs time to like recover and you mentally need time to just like rest and like lay on your bed and like chill out. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really good that like you acknowledge that because I feel there's a lot of pressure from the fitness community online that you have to like have this super like strategic like workout plan like you have to have your workout split and you have to be lifting like upper body these two days and lower body these two days and like do your cardio here and like run 10 miles I'm like yeah no (laughs) that's the thing too like I always used to think that like I was always like plan like make a plan like make a plan and make an eating plan and make an exercise plan and that's when I realized I can't keep up with it's like instead why don't you just like focus on like just movement like just move or like do something fun like but do something, but it doesn't need to be like a crazy thing and it doesn't need to be every day. Um, Yeah. It's been like a lot of like a healthier mindset this time. And that's why like my series on TikTok that I've been posting about is called Mm -hmm. finding my balance because like I've really never been, I've found my balance once a little bit, um, but like my freshman year of 
college was like kind of me finding my balance. And then I lost it. And now I'm like, okay, let's like really for the first time in your life, actually like truly find your balance. So, you know, it's not going to be perfect, but it's balanced. It's not meant to be perfect. You're perfectly imperfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, You touched a bit on this earlier, but you said like you do consulting. Um, I work in social media, like I work for agencies and I manage quite a few social media accounts. And I always get asked like, how do you manage accounts? Like, how do you find clients? Stuff like that. Um, What were some of like the first steps you took when it came to like starting your consulting business and starting to take on clients and manage their socials? So I think like the key is just finding one client in the beginning that like you can help build your portfolio. So basically I had one right out of college um, and I worked for them like the whole summer. So I just focused on that one job. And then from there, I built a portfolio literally out of that job. But then I was doing like, I would get sent like products from brands with like the little like 5,000 followers that I had on Instagram. Um, and I would make like, I would still make videos and do all those things. So even though I like didn't have a huge following, there were still examples of me like building a brand and like doing branding and like building a Mm -hmm. website. And so I would use, um, because I only had like that one client, I would take other like proof that I knew what I was doing from like my little like collaborations. Um, and I made a big portfolio and I, basically just started putting it out there that like this is what I'm doing and hit me up if you need help or you know someone that needs help and eventually I was contacted by like a friend who worked for a luxury travel agency um and that's when I started doing like their Instagram and then slowly like I started having other referrals like reach out to me so I've actually like never gotten a client that like wasn't through a referral but I think Mm -hmm. it's almost like a way stronger way to get a client because they're actively searching like they're actively looking to hire versus like sliding in someone's DMs and being like do you need help because like usually that's like not what's gonna work even though you can Mm -hmm. do that I totally like I support like any way you can find someone. Um, But I think the best thing is really spreading the word through your network of people, whether that's on LinkedIn and Instagram and just letting people know what you're doing. And then hopefully like, you know, they will come or that's at least what happened to me. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you know who Hannah Eve is. Yeah, Um, she's my freshman year roommate in college. Oh my God. Okay. So like she always says like, I'm like friends with her and she had me do, um, level up and she always says that like all you need is one client because like word of mouth is and I even learned this in school like word of mouth is like the strongest form of marketing and people Mm -hmm. really value and that's why influencers work because it's like word of mouth marketing um so small world small yeah yeah I know everyone like I feel like nobody like puts that together because like we don't like ever like talk about it um but yeah she was my freshman year in college (laughs) I love that. Both of, us, small... both, of us, both of us with our fucking eating disorders in college roommates. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I swear university is a, like a fucking breeding ground for like it literally eating is. disorders, like diet culture, like binge drinking, like yep. all my friends like all like took each other's like Adderall or like whatever. I never did. Um, but like they all did and like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yep, everyone. <laughs> okay, so you're in New York. Mm-hmm. Are you dating anyone? 
Are you seeing people? I love this conversation. <laughs> I'm single, um, so just so you know. Love it. I had love a hot girl it. summer here in Toronto. Let's go on double dates. Let's go. I'm always looking for more single friends to go on double dates with. Honestly, it's the most fun. Um, I'm dating. Like, I'm dating here and there. I'm not the biggest, um, like... Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches any meal honestly can get you into a rut especially with a busy schedule this fall you can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. it's truly a no-brainer it does all the shopping and meal planning for you ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards it's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Let's go. Like, I'm not like out here going on multiple dates a week. Like, that's not me. Um, But I'm dating here and there. I'm, you know, I'm constantly like, I constantly have a roster which is just like basically me seeking <laughs> attention from boys. All, like retweet. <laughs> Literally, like I'm always hitting up my roster on the weekends. They're like, please leave us alone at this point. <laughs> um, but that's like my current situation. What about you? Um, okay, so this summer I like had this like wake up call. Like I wanna say it was like an awakening. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want a boyfriend right now. I just like being like taken out and like being spoiled. I love that. Well, that's me too. So when I moved, because I moved out this summer um, for my parents and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go on dates. Like I'll have like maybe like three or four boys at a time, whatever. And if I like don't like them, I'll stop seeing them and then I'll like fill up their slot with like someone new. Um, But right now I've been kind of just seeing like one guy. it's not like and an, there's no like title or anything yet it's like super casual it's like maybe a month old um but that's where I'm at but do you use any dating apps or is it more so like in person I use dating apps but it's like if I'm being totally real it's more for like the fun of swiping and maybe talking to someone and then usually I'll probably end up ghosting them um <laughs> before the date happens because I lose interest or I get the ick. So that's my life. Um, but I I just find that I meet guys that I'm more like connected with in person. Like every time I've actually connected with someone or like liked someone I've met through a friend or when I was out or like whatever it was. Um, and I definitely like have a couple guys lately that I've met that I've been like, okay, you're like a contender. Um, but we'll see. Like TBD. <laughs> I love that. And <laughs> and do you have any tips like or any rituals that you do like before a first date? Like you're getting ready like at your apartment, like what's going on? Is there a drink in your hand? Are you playing music? Like 
Is a friend over? I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> that used my to ritual, be no, my ritual is literally like FaceTiming my mom, having a panic attack, and drinking a glass of wine and like shitting myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> no, it literally was me because like I have like such bad social anxiety, and I feel like over the years, it's definitely like through ex- I want to say it's like exposure therapy, like going on so many dates, like it's made me a bit more chill um except for the odd one we'll still have like a little panic attack situation I'm like I'm pouring myself tequila right now like Mm -hmm. I like I it's just my social anxiety like but honestly I think I've gotten a little better with this lately like a little more confident with it because like as you go on dates like you get a little less you're like used to it but I just don't go on dates often so when I do I like work myself up about it very hard like even like the for the whole day like I'll be like shitting myself which is like so bad um but it's true like and I like feel like my friends are always so comfortable like my my roommate who's my best friend and then our other best friend like we're a group of three both of Mm -hmm. them have boyfriends and before they had boyfriends they would literally just like go on dates all the time and be like yeah it's so fun like I love it. Who cares? And I'm like, I can't relate to that less. Like I, it is pretty fucking miserable for me. And that's just like a person with social anxiety. Like I, it's really hard. Like even like getting like dinner with like a new friend, like that's a girl. Like I get like Mm -hmm. fucking nervous. Like I just am, I feel awkward inside and I get nervous. Like that's like true social anxiety life. So yeah. But I think when the right person comes for me, like I'm not going to feel so crazy like I'll feel a little bit more calm that's what I'm I think so too I think my biggest tip of like kind of like getting over this like social anxiety thing because I used to get so anxious before dates that sometimes I would even cancel them because I was so anxious I was like what are we going to talk about like what if they don't like me what if I'm awkward like what if I say the wrong thing like stuff Mm -hmm. like that think of like them as like a good friend and you're just having a conversation with them because it's so easy to talk to your friend, right? So if you just, like, talk to them like you would talk to a guy friend, like, yeah. it's super chill. And I feel like I used to put on this persona um, and, like, kind of, like, try to hide all my quirks so that they would, quote, unquote, like me more. But I've learned that if they don't like me for who I am, like, right off the bat, like, and they're scared of that, then I don't want to see them anyways. Like, I want them to like me for, like, who I am and, like, how I am with, like, my friends when I'm super comfortable. Um, So those are, like, my tips. Yeah. My whole thing, and, like, I, that's the one thing I've never had an issue with, and it was, like, knowing my worth. And that's something that, like, I wish I could, like, stress to other people. Like, people kind of take the bare minimum – sometimes as like they're doing a lot for me like do you know what I mean like yeah I for me I'm like if you're not giving like actually like a good reason for me to like be with you and pursue you then it's not like worth it like someone needs to show me that they're like actually truly interested and I think more girls need to be like that um and I stay single because I know my worth and I'm like I'm not gonna settle until I find someone that's like truly like gonna treat me like really fucking well um and that's my one – that's, like, my one piece of advice. It's just, like – it does – obviously, the date part, that doesn't matter, like, whatever. But my one thing is, like, if you're going to go past the first date and, like, continue something with someone, like, expect the best for yourself. Don't settle for less because you're going to learn the hard way anyways if, you know, you'll you'll learn. So, yeah, that's, like, my whole thing. Like, 
Yeah. I feel like there's like this whole thing that's like your standards are too high. I'm like, well, yeah, my standards are high because I have respect for myself and I'm not just going to like settle for anyone. Like I've had people ask like my close friends like, oh, why doesn't Alana like have a boyfriend? I'm like, because her standards are high and like she's very she's not going to just like be with anyone. Like if she's going to be with someone, it's because like they really like they compliment her and like Mm -hmm. in like personality and like in being together and like they really are like a valuable addition to her life like they're not like tearing her down like they're not toxic like Mm -hmm. they're worthwhile yeah like I'm busy I don't have time for your bullshit (laughs) that's true too it's like I'm busy bitch like I have things to do I don't have time for like this search (laughs) but have you had like what's your like ex situation like have you had how like exes so I've never had like an official boyfriend um definitely have been with guys where like we were very much like boyfriend and girlfriend but was that title ever brought up no um in high school I was with a guy for like six months so like we were dating but like it was never like an official like you're my boyfriend thing and then last year around this time I started seeing a guy exclusively for three months like it got really serious really fast like literally spending like the entire weekend at his place um, and it was, like, prime lockdown here in Toronto. Oh, my God. Um, and that was, like, probably, like, my most serious relationship. But I've never had, like, a boyfriend, like, a long-term relationship. How mm-hmm. about you? I've had one, like, long-term, like, long relationship. I don't remember how long it was. It was maybe, like, a year and a half or two years. Um, but that was – he – yeah, it was not – it was good for a little <laughs> until it wasn't. And then it really wasn't. Um, and now he lives in LA with a new girlfriend and they're very happy together and I'm very happy for them. Um, but he was like my first love and I was his first love and first everything. Um, but he ended up being like, not the best towards the end. Like it was, it ended up very toxic. So yeah. I'm glad you got out of that. Um, the guy that I was seeing for like three months, he now lives in Texas. Um, I tend to pick guys or like get like the guys that like I want to keep end up always moving away. Oh. In first year, I had someone that went on exchange to Thailand. Uh, in summer of first year, the guy went to Australia for med school. Um, then we had this guy that moved to Texas. Then I was seeing someone that moved to New York. They just like to move away from me or I choose guys that. <laughs> I was going to say, my take on this is that like it's because you're putting into the universe that you don't want, that you don't want something. Yeah. That's I don't know. <laughs> you're like, yeah, no, you're just a psycho. I'm like, no, I, I always believe like, I'm always like the type of person that like, I'm like, believe like if you're putting out into the universe that like you don't truly want it or like that it's not right like it's not gonna happen like I don't know I had this boy over lockdown that like I literally never met in person we like met on this like dating show it was on like a weird like dating show and um (laughs) he like stopped dating me because I was Jewish um and he was like really Christian like very 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 strongly Catholic oh my god and um I like wanted to sleep with him like I was like come like come visit me. He lived in Arizona, originally from Texas, actually. Um, and I was like, can you just like come to New York? Like come stay with me. And like, he was not about it. He was like, bitch, you're Jewish. We're not getting married. And <laughs> that ended. And I was like, yeah, I definitely brought this on myself. Like I knew this was coming. 
It's like no, in this, I'm so I'm also Jewish, and in the summer I was like, I don't care if they're Jewish or not. And I was like, I was always de- like going out with guys who weren't Jewish, but I always had one NJB on my roster, and yeah. then I like realized, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I do want to date Jewish. Like I don't know. <laughs> I'm like so like I'm at the point now where I I am dating like Jewish because I'm looking for like a husband vibe. Yes. But like, yes. Before I didn't care as much. Like in college, I didn't care as much. Yeah, I happened to hook up with a lot of Jewish guys because I went to Indiana. It's like all Jews. Um, but yeah, it's like now I'm at the point where I'm like, luckily I'm in New York, so there's a lot of us. <laughs> yes, in Toronto too. There's like a big Jewish community. However, I am on Lux Club, and the Jews are so much taller and hotter in New York. Like they're all short here. It's funny though, just like Locks Club, like it's everywhere. And I'm like, what do you expect me to do? Like travel to Miami to like go on a date? Yeah. Like, go to. Are you paying for this Locks Club? Like, are you going to pay for my flight? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, yes. I'm going to have Locks Club pay for my. If I find a guy that I really like, I'm asking him. I'm going to be like, can you expense this, please? <laughs> just like DM Austin or something. I know. I like work with them. I'm like, okay, just put it on the company card. They gave me a lifetime membership. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm never getting married. (laughs) I know, literally same. They're like, we know you're going to be here for a while, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, accurate. I love this for us. Maybe one day we'll we'll regroup and maybe we'll go on a double date if I'm in NYC and like. Next time you're in NYC, we're going on a double date. Like, I definitely have hot guys here, like, that we can date. They just might not um, lock it down for life. It's okay. Are- we can have a little spontaneous night out. Yeah. Are the guys in Toronto like fuckboys? Um, yes. Very like fuckboy-esque. And like if they ask you to certain restaurants, like you know exactly what you're getting. Really? Especially yeah. the finance bros, like, oh can't. Um hate. But like we love the finance bros, but like hate. But we do. Like, they spoil us, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same shit here, literally. I swear, like, New York and Toronto are, like, the same thing. Yeah, it's, like, I didn't realize, like, it's very similar. Yes, they say, like, Toronto's a cleaner New York. Um, It's, like, very, like, similar. Like, even, like, some of, like, the architecture's, like, the same. Mm. Um, Fashion is, like, the same. It's very interesting. interesting. Yeah. Love that. Okay, well, you'll come visit. But... Yes, I have to. I have too many friends in New York then and now I have to come. Um, But let's wrap it up. What is one piece of advice you want to leave the listeners with? Um, If they didn't listen to anything in this episode and they only took this one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, Let's give like a broad, I'm just going to give a broad, like just try to live your most authentic life because if you don't like you literally don't have a chance at being happy. So in friend, in like friendships, just look for genuine friendships. Um, look for a job that makes you happy or just do something that makes you happy. Like if there's one thing that's important in your life, it's to just live your most authentic life and that will help you be your best self. So that's my I love story. that. I love it. And <laughs> plug yourself out, Carly. Where can the listeners find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram at Carly underscore Weinstein. Um, on TikTok at Carly Weinstein one, and then 
like YouTube, Carly Weinstein or Carly and Chloe is me and my sister's channel and my podcast. Awesome. Okay. Stop whining. <laughs> yes. Go listen. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. You're welcome back anytime. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. If you guys like this episode of Morning Ray, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That's how you can help support the pod. I love you guys so much, and we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.